This week on the BAMCast, in skate, no one can hear you gleam. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey! hey BAMCast. BAMCast. Episode 343. Nintendo 343. Nope. Nope. That's not a thing. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Maggie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. <laughs> I love how you just shut yeah. that down. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah, no. Nope. And what, what we do each and every week of the BAMCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Uh, then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They got one of five jocks and robot jocks. Robot. All right, robot jocks. Oh, the jocks. However, there are bad, bad movies as in Stay Away. They're getting negative sliding scale, one to five bags as in Douchebags After Twilight. Boo. Gross. Don't like it. Yeah. Don't even remember. Yeah. Maybe it should just be bags of dicks or something now. I don't oh. know. I don't uh, want to give bags of no? dicks. No? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, Skate Timber. We're still in it. Hooray, um, Skate yay. Timber. Of Skate Timber. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, we did Gleaming the Cube from 1989. We did. Despite what the live stream poster says. If you're watching the live stream, mm. um, but yeah, gleaming the cube, gleaming the cube, still gleaming the cube. Still don't know what that means, but maybe the plot summary will tell us. Nope, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Brian's adopted brother is killed when he discovers that the shop he works in sends weapons to Vietnam instead of medications. <laughs> to the police, it looks like suicide, but Brian knows better, so he skates off to investigate the murder himself. <laughs> okay, yeah, part of that's not true. He didn't find any guns. Yeah, he did. Yeah, there were guns. The well, adopted brother didn't. Yeah, uh, he didn't. Uh, he never no. even got a cradle. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. He knew something was up. He, yeah. Yes, he had a feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie was not what I was expecting this no. movie to be at all. No. Considering no. like uh, half the actors. Well, not I shouldn't say half the actors, but a lot of the actors are actual skaters like Rodney Mullen and Stacey Peralta and Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them really speak at any point, but they're all like part of Tony Hawk has some lines. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. but they're all part of Christian Slater's gang <laughs> who Christian Slater's Brian. Yeah. Christian Slater, Bamcast alum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mr. Robot. The wizard or I don't know. Maybe <laughs> the wizard. Yeah. From yeah the wizard. He was the brother in the wizard. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also uh, Stephen Bauer plays a cop uh-huh. with a weirdly indeterminate relationship with. Christian Slater's character. He affectionately dislikes him. Yeah. For reasons unknown. Yeah. Jealousy. Stephen Bauer, made famous by Plato's Run. Yes. With Gary Busey. Absolutely. What he's known for, Plato's Run. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And Peter Kwong, who you'll recognize from like Big Trouble in Little China. And he was also in Never Too Young to Die and Steal Justice. Mm -hmm. But um, he's he's in it for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But not terribly long there, there's yeah. a decent sized chunk of big trouble in little china alumni in this mm-hmm. just because they're just an acting troupe that sticks together and must be a, yeah. a casting package deal mm-hmm. um something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, other people in this ed lauders in this he was mm-hmm. in a fucking bazillion movies christian slater's dad yeah it yeah, was uh, any bill or ted's dad one of them maybe i, I think he know. was that guy's in fucking everything all right <laughs> Yeah, and Richard Hurd, who you'll recognize him. And he was in Trancers just a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yep. So, there you go. Bunch of dudes mm-hmm. that you'll recognize. Yes. Very few ladies in this. Yeah. Pretty much, but... But yeah. Uh, where to start? Um, Starts at the airport. At the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, have a, they have a deal worked out where 
it's weird because like the the shot is like they're at John Wayne Airport, which I think is a pretty big airport, but then they're like at a private airport mm-hmm. later because like the establishing shots. Yeah, I think that's Pasadena the... Airport. I don't know. Um, they're very much not at the terminal where the giant. No, right. they're, they're, they're recreational Cessnas. Cessna. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, portion. Um, but they have a deal worked out with this pilot that he takes them up and for money, and they scout out dried up pools, essentially. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, and cool places to skate. Yeah, so like they find Rope. something, they're like, "No, there's construction going on there. No, we can't go there. That, that, that pool has water in it." Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, "We found one," and so it's a skate montage in a pool. Yeah, cut to them in the pool skating. Which yeah. at first I was like, "Wait, how did they get down to the pool?" Like I was expecting them to they fucking just... point break out of the plane and just go. No, they just, they just the... point and break to the next scene. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. Sorry. So yeah. yeah, they they show up. They just you know cut to. Sweet stunts on the pool. Yeah. Doing some hand plants. They're and, cube gleaming, I guess. I don't know if they're gleaming <laughs> yet. I, I'm still not sure what that means. Um, but they're skating the pool and... Uh, skating the pool. Skating the pool, yeah. That's going to be the new title. Um, and one of them gets hurt. He tries to do a thing and does not do it. Yeah, it's, it's instead, Max Perlich, who's another guy yeah. that you've seen a million things. A million things. Mm-hmm. Usually he's wearing yep. a dumb hat. Yep. <laughs> It leaves a big blood stain in the uh, yeah. in the pool. Yeah, yeah. because cut to like the owner's yeah. there and the police are pointing at it and he's just like, I'm I'm gonna have to have the pool refinished and acid wash like my jeans and yeah. I uh, don't touch that blood. Can I sue parents? Can they sue me? <laughs> sue 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 sudo studio. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1980s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's when we learn that Stephen Bauer kind of knows Christian Slater because he flicks him on the ear. Yes. It's like what are Does you doing he? here? Thump. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I thought this was her first meeting, so I guess they've they've had encounters before because he's it, a skate it punk. Totally seemed like Sorry. they knew each other. Yeah. It, but it, I mean, all the skaters are like ah, oinkers, bleh, stupid pigs, and you know, how dare you oppress us from our skating mm-hmm. illegally? <laughs> so it's like, okay, guys, whatever. Yeah. yeah which he, he basically is just like, get out of here. Yeah. Which, as we learned, is kind of a dick move on their part because we see that one of them has basically a an empty pool to skate in in their yeah. backyard. Yes. And instead, they have to go up in a plane and seek out new pristine. Yeah, let's go spots, fuck up that spots pool. to fuck up. Yeah, well, they're fucking dirty ass skaters. Yeah, ass skaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so yeah, he he gets brought home. Parents are ticked. It's like, oh, where have you been, Christian Slater? Mm-hmm. And out skating, mom. Yeah, and that's when we're introduced to his brother. <laughs> yes, his adopted Vietnamese brother. Mm-hmm. Vinny. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah. And yeah. they hang out, chat about stuff, and mm-hmm. he's just kind of got the disapproving, like preppy boy brother thing going on. It's just yeah. like, oh, you. yeah, they make it very clear Christian Slater's the fuck up, and the other one's like the straight A student, mm-hmm. yeah, smart but guy, still, all that. Like they but, have, but they, not they, like they, they have a little like exchange in the room, you mm-hmm. know, and like they have like an on an ongoing chess game, and it's like they're they're trying to establish. Christian Slater's not just a dumb skater. Like he's got some brains. He's just got an attitude. Yeah, and he's not. He's not like a complete douche or anything. Right. I mean, he's you know deep down he doesn't hate his brother. It's just I'm a slob, and you know I get mad when you call me out on being a slob. Right. So whatever, yeah, but, bro. <laughs> I mean, there there are little things in the scene that I think are kind of interesting because like they establish like they set up that you know Christian Slater and crew are just dumb skaters. You know, mm-hmm. we have no regard for the law and whatever we slob slovenly and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they established, okay, well, he has this game going on and maybe he does have some brains, but then they also kind of subvert because the straight A straight edge 
brother sneaks out to hang out, hang out with his girlfriend, like sneaks out the window. So it's mm-hmm. like he's home for curfew and is, you know, I don't know, preppy boy brother sneaking yeah. out. It's, it's just kind of interesting dynamic yeah. mm-hmm. switch there. But Yep. No. Um, but what happens? This Yeah, from that point. Um, does he go to work? Yeah, the, brother yeah goes the, to work. the brother goes to work and we learn that the brother works with his girlfriend's father mm-hmm. in some kind of. At first, we thought it was like a video store. But it's an all-in-one everything store. Yeah. Yeah. It's a video store slash electronics store slash they have food items. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically just like an all-things Vietnamese and, and probably other parts of Asia import type place. Yeah. Yeah, here yeah, we have the you know original Region 3 VHS or tapes, <laughs> yeah, okay. you know, whatever, you know. Right, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, just like... There were, there where you used to have to go to get all the Jackie Chan videos right, exactly. back yeah. in the day. The latest Korean they had the movie hits. You yeah. wanted... But the brother's like doing the books or something. He's just mm-hmm. there to help out with accounting and because he, he's smart. Yeah, and he's going over the numbers, the numbers and the numbers don't add up. Yeah, that all the shipments were too heavy. Yeah, and he feels that they were being shorted something. Yeah, and they're being overcharged. They're getting ripped off. Yeah. So I better go confront my boss and say, yeah. "Hey, someone's ripping you off." And the boss is like, "Uh, don't worry about this. Just how about mm. never look at this again, okay?" Yeah. And and Peter <laughs> Kwong's kind of hang out in the corner of the room, yeah. like giving him looks and he's also like been he was riding him when he was outside mm-hmm. like hey you well well he was like very much like oh now you're all american now you're yeah. not vietnamese are you got yourself you know? adopted and yeah. stuff you jerk and whatever so, yeah it, yeah they've got a weird he's little just, rivalry, they just kind of but... yeah it, which doesn't go very far from there but he's mm-hmm. they make it clear by the way they film it that peter kwong is the problem here mm-hmm. yeah he's so, a jerk yeah and, but, the, and, and the boss is basically like, no, there's something wrong. Yeah. He's like, you know, and the kid keeps just pressing the issue. He's like, oh, well, no, well, you, you're going to lose money on this. And he's like, let me worry about it. I'll take care of it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Now, the one thing that is very interesting about this is everyone's teasing about him like, oh, you know, you're the colonel's favorite and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he has a speech. He's like, so you've been working here for like two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> uh, maybe we need someone more experienced looking at this. And it's yeah. like. How did you curry this much favor by being here for two weeks? He's like, very good at the books, and he's also dating, dating, his, dating daughter. his daughter. Yeah, yes. I guess, but I mean, it's it's just it's kind of weird. It is, but it it's just necessary to move plot along. But the brother really isn't having any of it. No, he takes his page where he's done all his calculations and written WMS at the top, mm-hmm. and takes it home yeah. and. Uh, Decides to go back out. Well, he like Christian Slater finds him like he comes home and he's just like stewing and he's sitting there smoking and yeah gets all pissy yeah, and he's smoking like, in the bedroom yeah, yeah. <laughs> drinking his Minute Maid orange soda right <laughs> he gets all pissy he's, no, he's and I, I do in the like I do like that the brother gets pissy with him and Christian Slater's like I'm just gonna go back outside yeah. <laughs> and come back in and yeah. we're gonna try this over again yeah and he does he's just like hey bro what's going on why yeah. the long face. <laughs> We'll get to hear yeah. all of our Christian Slater impersonations yeah. by the time they're this all, podcast is over. They're all Great. a bad Jack Nicholson impersonation. <laughs> yeah. But that's how Which Christian is Slater talks. <laughs> it's only, it's higher pitched, man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So he finds out, he's like, man, they, they, something was wrong. Something was up at work. It's not sitting right with me. Yeah. I'm going to go check it out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he drives to the warehouse. Yeah. The, the, the medical storage facility mm-hmm. place and just decides I'm just going to break scooter in over there. Yeah. He yeah. rides a scooter over there and just decides I'm going to break in and look at stuff. Yeah. yeah. And look in the crates. Yeah. Walks right by a, a trip sensor though. Yep. You know, 
because he does, he he gets over to the crates but never gets one open before right. the owner Richard Hurd shows up and is just like, "Come on, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Man, come with me." Yeah, and and then <laughs> cut man, to. <laughs> They have rented a hotel room and it's murder time. Yeah. They rented a hotel <laughs> well, room at the Atomic Inn. Yes. Yeah. The Atomic the Atomic. Just outside ride. of Disneyland. Yes. Like, like, literally, like literally. Look out the oh, window yeah. and there's the Matterhorn. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So like they are wetting a towel in the sink and immediately just wrap it around his neck. Like, okay, now we're going to choke you to death, um, which they do. And then he's it's like, supposed oh, to be shit. just a threat. Yeah, like, but yeah. he's trying to figure out who. Yeah, because um, who did the thing? Who told Peter him Kwong to do the thing? Is yeah, he's doing he's doing the, the torture, and Richard Hurd's just like, come on, tell us what you know. And the guy's like, I don't know anything. I just I went to because yeah. this piece of paper. Who'd you tell about the crates? Yeah, and he's like, I don't even know what's in the crates. Yeah. So his boss from the video store shows up at the door, and Richard Hurd goes to talk to him. And while they're talking, Peter Kwong fucking murders him. Like straight Accident- up, well, accidentally, but, but you know, still, yeah, yeah, yeah chokes him to death. And then they're like, what? What's the deal? And he's like, I, I this has never happened before. Yeah, I usually somebody, just choke him real good. And then yeah, they- somebody did it to me and I was fine. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, oh, shit, man. Yeah. What? I well, let's rig this up to look like a suicide. <laughs> Dude, bail. <laughs> so uh, it's the next day and the cleaning lady comes in. She's all yeah. like, dum-de-dum. Oh, dear God. I wonder how many Banffcast cleaning ladies we've had discover a body in a hotel. It's pretty common. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's high. Yeah, but, you know, cops come in and they investigate and they're like, well, you know, I guess this kid came, rented a hotel room and killed himself. Mm-hmm. That's what kids do. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Bauer is like one of the investigators. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I know this family. I should probably mm-hmm. talk to him. Yeah. So, of course, then it's Christian Slater finds out from his dad. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to listen to it. Gets to do some acting. Yeah. Then they have a funeral mm-hmm. and he puts on his finest black skater clothes. <laughs> his black skater outfit. And when he rolls up, like everyone just like turns. <gasps> well, because he walks over and puts the king chess piece on the, yes. on the, on the coffin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They played chess earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So checkmate. Dead brother, <laughs> <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Fucking own you, pussy. <laughs> this was my last move. Say hi to Bobby Fisher if you find him. <laughs> Actually, I think Bobby Fisher's alive. <laughs> he was at the time yeah. of this. They so, were searching for him yeah. at this yeah. point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of mopey Christian Slater mm-hmm. moping around just acting yeah. and emoting and just not crying but wanting mm-hmm. to <laughs> he's just yeah. unable to make it happen yeah and, and i guess eventually he finds uh one of the manifests that the the brother had kept yeah and it's got you know it's all in uh vietnamese so he can't read it mm-hmm. so he decides he's just gonna go around the vietnamese section of town asking people hey can you read this yeah can you read this for me? <laughs> I thought he was doing it rather politely, given was, the situation. He was, but he was but like people picking. were being dicks. Oh, they yeah, were. Well, well he like, was also picking involved. like the fucking shadiest people. He's well, like, he was on the street for a while, just asking whoever yeah. he could find. But then he goes into the shitty pool hall, yeah. and asks the shitty guy behind the counter, who's like, "No, I, I will not read that for you." And then goes over to just so happens to be the gang of mm-hmm. the guy who killed his brother. And, you know, it's like, can you read this? And they're like, yeah, it says drugs. It says drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, okay. Well, I found this. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And, and Peter Kwong's one of them. So he's like, oh. Yeah. I'm going to have to get you. Yeah. And uh, so 
Christian Slater starts skating away, and Peter Kwong starts following him around in his sweet black mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I don't know just, what it is. Just, I don't know what it is, but it's a sweet ride. It's yeah. like a late fifties, early sixties, yeah, like looking thing. Big like, ass doors, it almost looks like suicide doors. It mm-hmm. almost looks like what they made the sixties Batmobile from. Kind of, yeah. Like it's it's a very similar shape, just obviously without the. But man, Batmobile it's, one, stuff. it's one of those ones. I mean, we don't see it, it didn't later. Have fins quite like the Batmobile, but it was yeah. yeah but still I mean, awesome. it's like that. Yeah. Like, think about it, if you take all the Batmobile stuff mm-hmm. off, yeah. it's going to yeah. look very similar. to It this looks car. like the car from yeah. that movie. I, mm. I just like I, I, I wish we could go back to the time where we had the electric trunks that actually like screw in. Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. like like this fucker's locked. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're not, not getting, getting in, in. there mm-hmm. <laughs> or out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But he follows him around for a while, and then the Christian Slater goes to the the hotel. Mm-hmm. To ask the cleaning lady what she knows, yeah, and she's like, and she gets offended because he says, "Well, he was my brother," and she's like, "I'm not blind. Yeah. You shouldn't be making fun of this." Yeah, and, and, never, and all he has to say is, "He, he, was, he adopted. was adopted," but he does. But, he just yeah. looks at her like, "What?" And, then, and oh, and he steals some matches, which never come into they, play. Yeah, they didn't. Sixty-five Continental. Yeah. Oh, okay. BJ called there the checkoffs matches, but they never came back into nope, play. Nope, nope. Nothing ever got lit. Wait. Oh, wait. No. no. No, that was the lighter. No, he used the lighter. lighter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn it. Mm. Shit. Getting ahead of ourselves. Damn it, movie. Yeah. But yeah, so, it, and then he, again, sees Peter Kwong staring at him. He's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, this guy's following me. So mm-hmm. he waits for him to leave, and then he skitches on the back of his car for a while. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Peter Kwong stops, makes a phone call right. and then to he, somebody, and... He, Marty flies himself into the back seat. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he knows shady people are, like, stalking him. Mm-hmm. So what does he do? He climbs into his car to be taken to wherever the meeting is going to be. Yeah. This is a bad idea. Should you this ever is... think about doing this? Yeah, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be f- fair, he plays it exactly how this would, would actually play out because he's just hugging his skateboard and, and like he can hear kind of what's going on outside, which in you know is basically mm-hmm. all three of the major bad guys meeting. Discussing well, him. More I do anything. like what they do, though, because the guy puts in a tape mm-hmm. and it's like U.S. songs sung in Vietnamese. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's nowhere to run. Yeah. Yeah. Nowhere to hide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's and he's left the tape playing. Mm-hmm. So he can't entirely hear the conversation going on outside the car. Right. Yeah. But, but I yeah. also like that under the driver's seat, there's a revolver and a knife. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, huh, <laughs> those yeah. never come to play yeah. either. But, yeah. but I was saying like, to grab either of them. Yeah. I was saying, like, he, he plays it off like this would actually play out. He's just cowering and, like, hugging yeah. his skateboard, hoping, hoping someone doesn't look down in the, in the floorboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he doesn't know the name of the guy who he's in the car with, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know who the guys are outside because he can nope. never pop his head out to see yeah. who they are. He just knows voices. So, uh, the, you know, Richard Hurd and the video store guy are both mm-hmm. there, and they just basically murder Peter Kwong. Well, yeah, yeah. Peter Kwong says... They get in a fight, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, they're like, who's been looking into all this stuff? And he's like, I want 50 grand and a ticket to Thailand mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And, and they're, they're like, like well, I got you, you know, yeah, <laughs> here's your ticket. Mm-hmm. Well, he pulls and, a gun yeah, on him. And, and he yeah. and Peter Kwong pulls the gun on them. Yeah, right. And the uh, the video store owner kicks the gun away. And then you don't really see what's going on because they just show Christian Slater in the back seat until you suddenly see blood spray all over the passenger window. Mm hmm. And Peter Kwong smack his face against it and run his hands. And then they're both staring at each other for a minute. And Peter Kwong's dead. Yeah. Yep. And the guys are like, oh, shit. That escalated quickly. Yeah. And the colonel guy, he's like, hey, you know, this is war. I- I've I've done this before. 
Well, and and the other guy's like, no, dude, this is murder. Yeah. <laughs> you murdered that guy. Yeah, well, well that's what he... <laughs> uh, yeah, the video store guy is just like, come on, man. It, because the... <laughs> Richard Hurd, I mean, the way he says it, he's just like, well, man, you're in Vietnam. You're in the shit. You yeah. killed people. Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. but like, dude, <laughs> that's different. Yes. Then we just straight up murdered. This yeah. Guy. We just straight up murdered a fucking kid. Yeah. He was like, he was an all right kid. Well, whatever. Let's put him in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so they, uh, they put him in the drunk and they basically just leave mm-hmm. long enough for Christian Slater to just bail. He yeah. just gets out of there and runs away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I then, guess calls the cops. Yeah. This he point. brings the cops back to the location. Mm-hmm. And but it's nighttime now. Yeah, and it's of late. course the car's gone. Yeah, The car's gone. There's no evidence anywhere. And they're all just like, I always love that. Uh, characters who are not necessarily believable by authorities will always be able to call out the entire cavalry. Like the entire might of mm-hmm. the police force shows up for this scene. And then they're like, Told you there'd be nothing here. It's like, why did you send 800 dudes to this yeah. location, including all the senior officers in your mm-hmm. precinct? Um, but he's, yeah, he's the boy that cried wolf and that he really wanted to be in the movie Wolf. But they <laughs> cast Jack Nicholson <laughs> no, instead. <it's> OK. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's it's the whole thing of like, well, there's nothing here. It's yeah. Full of shit. Yeah. And then and then it's the whole like, why are you wasting our time doing this? Yeah. You know, but Stephen Bauer comes up with a name. Mm-hmm. He punches a name into the computer and he's like, oh, I well. still don't really understand how he came I, up the with transition that. to that is unclear, but he, he just punches in a name and he's got a name and that's what kicks off the investigation because mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's when, like, you know. Yeah. So Christian Slater now has a name. Mm-hmm. So he goes investigating. Yeah. And Christian Slater also kind of confides in in Bauer. Like he's like, hey, you know, I don't I know he didn't kill himself. Yeah. Because he's not that he wasn't that type of guy. He wouldn't. Just he's not go the to, type to rent a hotel and yeah, rent a himself. hotel. Yeah, he's never done it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Stephen Bauer's like first time for everything, man. Yeah, man, it's only the only takes once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so weird. He never hangs himself at home. <laughs> yeah, but but this. <laughs> yeah, but this this uh, leads to them it, like Stephen Bauer's kind of like, all right, well, I'll look into it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and. Christian Slater is also like, I'll look into it. Mm. So he like goes to a phone book and looks up the name as gets the two addresses of people who have that name. Yeah. Goes to one house. It's an old dude. He's like, okay, it's obviously not you. Then goes to, you know, a shitty apartment building and that's the place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Stephen Bowers right there when Christian Slater starts sneaking in. Yeah. And just like, dude, what are you doing? (laughs) Let me do cop things. Stop sneaking around. And, how they just argue back and forth for a while. And... Yeah. Well, this is the scene that features the, I'm pretty sure this movie was going to be rated R until they were like, eh, skateboards, kids. Yeah. Cause well, there's like six or 10 times that they're basically having this exchange back and forth. Where he's basically calling him, a, calling him a fuck up, Yeah. but they've dubbed screw in up. screw up yeah. every single time. And it just, Stephen Bauer says it a whole bunch of times and Christian, Christian Slater says it once or twice. So, yeah, but then eventually they do drop an F bomb later. So yeah, but I think not... that's their PG 13 one yeah. time, you yeah. know, because it was also a fucking, yes. which is different than right. Yeah, fuck uh, up. Yeah, it's I, I don't know why, but yeah, yeah. So I, Stephen Bauer's got some phone numbers, um, and then Christian Slater just is like, "Well, fine, forget you," and knocks a whole bunch of stuff off coffee table so he can steal the numbers. Yeah, so he steals a notepad of numbers, and mm-hmm. now he's got numbers. 
Yeah. He goes to a phone booth and calls a bunch of numbers. And eventually, like, he just a bunch of numbers don't mean anything, and then he gets the one for the video store. He's like, oh. Wait a minute. That's where my brother worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he decides that his connection now is, all right, well, the brother's girlfriend, her dad owns a place, so. Him. <laughs> Must investigate yeah, him. Yeah, he just kind of rolls up to her and is like, hey, we should be friends now. And she's like, um, why? Yeah. We have nothing in common. And he's yeah. like, but, but Vin, yeah. Vinny. He's like, he's dead. Yeah. We don't have him in common <laughs> And anymore. also, yeah. like, my dad wouldn't even let me have an American friend, much less a boyfriend. Yeah. And, and so, no. Yeah. And, and, and also, also, look, look at, at you. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at yourself. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at I'm me. kind you're, of a skater. You're somewhere between the cure and George Michael right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, he goes home and has a little, himself a little makeover party. Throws away all his mm-hmm. skater shit and tears down all his skater posters. Yeah. And Cuts his own hair, but. He used Not to be really. a skater boy. He, he, he said, see you later, boy. He acts like leave. he's going to cut it. Get out of here. <laughs> Just leave. He, he, he goes to cut sorry, it, he but he really just slicks boy. it back. <laughs> okay, no, seriously, leave. Get out of here. No. But yeah, he cut his own hair. Yeah, yeah I, never, I never understood in movies why people go to cut their own hair like and how it always tends to turn out rather perfect. Yeah. Like, he gives himself that a in the BMF, perfect haircut. The Bamcast movie. We we have a haircutting scene <laughs> and it just comes out just a, a like atrocious. <laughs> oh, really? We have to make it realistic? I thought we were just going to get in. And, no, okay. no. It's, no, it's, it's going to come be, out atrocious. It be, like, yeah. We have to actually have the actor like, no, yeah, really, cut like, your own hair. Dude, yeah. cut your own hair. We'll pay yeah. for a good haircut. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to stick with this till the end of the movie. That would be good. Yeah, and you know he yeah he throws on a cardigan and suddenly he's preppies himself up and yeah. surprises his mom and oh yeah she drops a glass and then his, I love this shot that his dad comes home driving the car just staring at him <laughs> and drives like <laughs> through the, the garage, garage. Yeah. like doesn't Al Bundy yeah. into the garage you just yeah. yeah you just hear a whole bunch of things crash in the garage yeah and then he goes back to school and oh man Jesus man there's no way <laughs> look skate no one gives a fuck about skaters in school. At nope. all, no one. But he shows up at school dressed like a normal kid, and oh, everyone's just it's like, like record scratch. Like kids are running to payphones, like call nine one one, and yeah. you know, girls Ooh, are just like, what? <laughs> yeah. The 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 one friend of his brother's girlfriend, I, I what is her name? That's gonna be terrible of a way to call her. His brother's girlfriend. His brother's girlfriend. I, whatever. She just there's one like she's walking walking with a group of girls and there's she's just, there's just one. It's like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Her name's really. Tina. Tina. Oh, okay. Tina. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, he's he's a normal kid now, and I guess he he takes some some joshing from his his other friends who are like, hey, what? the hell's the matter with you oh like, yeah because yeah, he's like walking they're out skating in public and he just goes walking by and they're like oh no he's no, riding bike. a bike oh no, well yeah when he walks up to school it's like where's your board and he's like i felt like walking yeah. and then they see him later and he's riding a bike and like, oh yeah ride a bike next thing you know it'll be a scooter huh? yeah yeah and they're like you know and he's dude, like, dude stop what my shit. dead brother drove yeah, yeah. yeah. Jerks. <laughs> they're like come on dude stop this shit. Some, let's give go me some time we found the sweet pool let's go gleam it yeah and <laughs> they don't say that. They don't. They did not say that. No, they didn't. Um, but that explanation's already come up, hasn't it? No. Yeah. No. He went. He went to the friend's house, who has the half pipe built into his room. 
Yeah, basically, yeah. Got, dude but, lives in a bomb the bomb shelter in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I, don't, I can't remember at what point it happens, but he's like he's basically like, man, you were like the best skater out of all of us, and I think it was before his makeover because he was yeah. still kind of skatery, but but he was kind of like not not about it. Yeah, um, they're they're just really hanging out. Mm-hmm. I think this was more after his brother died and he was just bummed. Yeah, because you know, the, yeah, because the they, they had the montage of yeah. him like on skating on this actual half pipe. Oh yeah. yeah, he well he did also did some you know footloose angry skateboard dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get his frustrations out. Yeah, yes, but yeah, but he mentions how he was the one who knew how to. He could always gleam the cube. Yeah, which was apparently like being kind of in the zone, in the zone, and not. Yeah. But they don't dwell on it. Else. No one ever chants it. You know, it's not like, bro, you got to do it. You got to gleam the cube. And then he's inspired to fucking be rad. But yeah, <laughs> no, it can't be. That's a different. No, movie. that's bike dancing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it comes up once for mm-hmm. a brief second and you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> and then no one. Explains well, you got to admit, it's a better title than a brother's justice. Yes, that's a terrible TV movie. Bullshit. However, title. skate or die. Awesome title. Yeah. Should have gone with skate or die. Skate or die would have been pretty good was there some copyright issues because was it already a game by then i don't know but it was, was like it was 86 87 it was listed as a alternate title somewhere oh, okay i i just think you know ca- someone capturing that phrase and making it the movie title is misleading to everything this movie stands for like everything this movie is oh yeah. so there weren't any enough cubes gleamed yes for your- there's, yeah, there's there was so little cube gleaming there's the implication that cubes are going to get gleamed and then yeah. you're like you spend half of the movie trying to figure out what it is, Wait. and then, and then <laughs> so you don't know what gleaming the cube is, but you have decided that this movie doesn't have enough of it. Yes, yes. What I'm saying exactly. Is you go into it and you're like, I don't know what that means. I'm waiting for the movie to tell me, and then it does, and you're like, okay, I'm waiting for it to happen, and it doesn't, and then you're like, well, fuck, that's misleading. <laughs> it just never happens. So that's my take. Yeah, it's huh. <laughs> my hot take. Okay then. So yeah, yeah. one star needed more gleams. <laughs> And cubes. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yes, he's preppy now. Mm-hmm. So he's able to go out with the, with Tina. Yeah. Well, he goes to pick her up for the first time. Like he's going to take her to a movie. He's wearing like a suit. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is like he shows up at home and, and the mother is like, would you like to come in for some tea? And he's like, well, actually, yes. And I mean, he's just like, I'm not even going to really have any pretense that I'm here for any other reason, except that I want to talk to you and, yeah. you know get some information and he's like yeah i'd really like to talk to you dad about history yeah, yeah. he just he just lays yeah. he just pulls the whole deck of cards yeah. and throws them on yeah. the ground like i am definitely uh, investigating i'm investigating you. you i know what the fuck is up yep and look out tell me about your and, and, and he's just like hmm perhaps some other time because you're a movie and he's like yeah, yeah. Some other time. I just love right. how he presents it. He's like, I want to hear about Vietnam and the yeah. war You're right. and what you did. I want to know about and history. It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah. I want to know about the atrocities you mm-hmm. may have committed. Yeah, what'd you do? <laughs> Tell I'm me. Really, not even sure what side you're on. Yeah, because <laughs> who did you fight for? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's really not made clear. Nope, it is not at no. all. Um. Well, the, later in the well, it, yeah, it's later in the movie, but he finds a purple heart. It's just like, were you an American soldier in there? I, okay, I don't know. Yeah, I'm it's, confused. It's yeah. weird, but nobody knows. Yeah, so they like go on a date, and at, yeah, it's nothing. It's uneventful. Yeah, it's like really could be cut from the movie. Yeah, really could. I mean, the, their whole 
thing is weird and awkward and yes because that was his brother's girlfriend (laughs) yeah and it's also he makes it so clear throughout the entire time that he doesn't give a shit about her yeah it's just i'm doing i'm gonna get your father tell me more about your dad yeah Mm -hmm. to which she calls him out on it's like what if i spent the entire date asking about your parents Mm -hmm. you'd be like yeah i guess that'd be pretty lame yeah Anyway, <laughs> tell anyway, me about your dad. Well, he's like, let's get back to those atrocities your dad might have committed. <laughs> right. Because it's like they have like a second date at some point and go back to her house. And he's like, I have to go to the bathroom. Just sit here. I'll be back in a while. And then he just immediately goes to the dad's office and starts poking around at everything. Mm-hmm. To which she comes in and is like, what are you doing? Yeah, but this is where he sees the Purple Heart. He grabs a, a lighter, like yeah. a Zippo lighter and his hat. He steals his L.A. Rams hat because... This guy has L.A. Rams. They they set the shit out of this. Because, like, all in the video store, he's got an L.A. Rams poster. They fainted with the matches and stuck us with the L.A. Rams hat. Like, everywhere this guy can have something L.A. Rams, he's got it. I think he's wearing a T-shirt at one point. But Mm -hmm. he takes a hat and we're like, why the fuck do you take the hat? And anyway, it comes back very quickly because... Well, he, he okay. At one point, he goes to yeah, like dates over, and she catches him, and he's stolen the Zippo lighter and the hat. Well, he goes to the park at one point to see her, and there's like a Vietnamese exposition going on, or you know, an expo going yeah, on. Yeah, because where... besides this guy owning this import store, he also works for like the worst acronym ever. It's like Vicofit. Yeah, it, it's like <laughs> something against communist forces v-a-c-m-p or something like that it's, it's an acronym that just you can't know it's yeah. bad v-a-c-f-r yeah maybe vietnamese yeah. anti-communism yeah front rally yeah or but like <laughs> so he goes to this park thing and in hanging out and just doing stuff eventually that's when he sees and hears richard hurd right uh yeah, and, and it's like, who's, who's that, that guy? And he he owns this company. To, and he just immediately pulls out the piece of paper where he's gotten, you know, the name of the company written down. It's like, aha, I have put the pieces together. So he, he skates over there mm-hmm. and goes smartly, goes up to the roof mm-hmm. to drop in, um, detects the motion sensor. He does. And skates under it. Mm-hmm. No, over he ollies over it. Yes, That's what he does. Yeah. And then goes to the row of stuff for the charity and just sees a crate and is just like. Eh, fuck it. Yeah. And just takes a skateboard and just starts walloping this crate open. And this entire movie, I figured this was drug related. Sure. So I was just waiting for cocaine mm-hmm. to just pour out of this box. But no, he reaches his hand in and pulls out a gun. Mm-hmm. And yep. then it's like, oh shit, guns. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then, then there's just a scene later where Richard Hurd is like, someone broke into our place. And yeah. Isn't that the. Like literally the next scene. Oh, yeah. it is. It yeah. cuts to them like in a show. Somebody Shoney's. broke into the facility and <laughs> yeah. broke a crate, but they didn't take anything. Yeah, we thought it might just be like crackheads because they break in dopers. Or yeah, dopers. Yeah, that's dopers. What it is. <laughs> it's like, why do you not have security guards for your crates of guns? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you always have dopers breaking in. Well, I, not for the. It's a medical supply place. That's no, I know, but still, I still. Yeah. If you're well, the dopers are your, probably like, oh, it's guns. I can't smoke your that. Secret Bye. war guns. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, it's but so this weird. Is, that's what gives him the idea to take to go through the dad's stuff later. Yeah. on the second date is he's discovered. Okay, there's guns there. Something shady is up. There must be a connection here. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's never quite clear what the guns are for. Like it, the colonel guys, basically, like we got to send these back to black my, market, man. But it would he's seem the that they're trying to like colonel. reignite the Vietnam. Yeah, maybe War. like let's have another one. Let's let's yeah. get it right this time. <laughs> let's really do this up. <laughs> Well, it would. I mean, anti-communists. <laughs> they're probably like 
trying yeah, to arm some rebels to absolutely. take over, back over Vietnam. But it's still make Vietnam and... great again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was their so, goal. Sure. But uh, yeah, um, Christian Slater is kind of like, I've got a plan. Mm-hmm. And he siphons some gas and put it in a canister yep. and mm-hmm. heads back over to the, the warehouse. And, yeah. Wearing the LA Rams hat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he skateboards. He, he distracts some security guards because I guess now they have security guards. Mm-hmm. And he lays down on a skateboard and rolls underneath <laughs> this mm-hmm. security yeah, trailer. They, they, they basically they rolled up a security trailer because they didn't really have proper facilities, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And so he moves the, the wheel. The chocks. Yeah. Out of the way. And then just starts throwing fireworks into this thing, just lighting just firecrackers and M80s and just yep. throwing them all in this trailer. And the guards are like, what's happening? <laughs> they go running back and they get in and they're just like, dude, fireworks, what is happening? And then that's when Christian Slater just pushes this trailer down a hill. Well, yeah, he locks them in. Yeah. Yes, because the lock is on the outside. No, it seems dumb. bad planning. But yeah, so they... It's an additional lock on the outside. Uh, When you're in a trailer, you're not really worried about anyone breaking in. It's when you leave, you know, then... I don't know. If if I was a security guard in a trailer, I wouldn't want a crook walking up to the door, shutting it and locking it and just be like, ah, (laughs) I'm going to go steal your shit now. But uh, yeah, so he goes over and um, lights a can of gasoline, canister of gasoline, sets it on a skateboard, Mm -hmm. lights it with the lighter that he stole, Mm -hmm. and just pushes the skateboard over to this uh, giant propane tank that he has turned on. Yep. And that fucker goes up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he turned it on or just opened up the gate, but whatever. It blows up. It yeah. blows up real good. And he, he guards himself with this oh, he... r- rickety-ass pallet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's a pallet this... shield. <laughs> and there's debris raining down He's a all pallet over the place. And... <laughs> He's got to have a big shield. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> But yeah, so ah. he's he's burned the L.A. Rams hat and he leaves that behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, so that Richard Hur basically rightfully very quickly comes up and yeah. you know, sir, what's this? And picks something. He's like, that son of a bitch, because <laughs> that son of a bitch never stops wearing Rams gear. So he's like, that Obviously, son of a bitch. He's the only one in town who gives a shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so, gonna they're gonna move this team like yeah, six times no and then back here. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so now they, he's he's established this, you know. Now the two bad guys maybe don't trust each other. Well, at least one doesn't trust the other. Yeah. One. The other, the dad doesn't know anything of what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, in in breaking into the crate, he broke his skateboard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or, or well, so it's at he some blew point. It up. Oh, that's right. He blew up his skateboard. Yeah. So he has no skateboard. He had a backup. No, he had a backup because then they're. I guess for whatever reason, they kind of bury the hatchet. And they they start pointing the fingers at him again. They're mm-hmm. like. You think that he's he's caused this rift and it's going to last and you know they're going to fight each other, but no, they're kind of like I bet it's that skateboard kid that you mm-hmm. know that his brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they send some goons after Christian Slater. He's got his backup board. Um, they send some goons on motorcycles because he's just right. he's just going to school all preppied up and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, but he's on a skateboard now. He's on a skateboard, yeah. yes. Um, but like one guy almost hits him. He's like jackass and. Then another guy tries to run him down the uh, sidewalk, and then he knows something's up because then there's suddenly three guys on motorbikes trying to run him over. Mm-hmm. As so, he's sketching behind a van, yeah, he eventually, well, yeah, he eventually, he eventually like jumps on the back, and he's it's 
It's like one of those vans that has a like, big spare tire thing on yeah. it, but it's, it's completely chromed out, mm-hmm. so you can just see them behind. Like they're right behind them. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's like he probably could have heard them. Yeah. Richard, he's like, Richard heard them. <laughs> but one pulls over and he's like, Richard Heard wants to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. It's like, nah, that's okay. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> so he does a sweet uh, fake out move and starts trying to get away. Mm-hmm. This um, is all big downhill thrashing esque yeah. scene where it's very just. Much. It's very reminiscent of thrashing. It's he does some of the same moves. And, yeah. It's. You know, most of the dudes who were in the stunts for this were the stunt guys in thrashing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they were probably like, we could do this. <laughs> so, but yeah. he. He um he doesn't he sort of gets away but he gets away by the fact that there's a like kind of a traffic jam and there's a cop car mm-hmm. and he just kind of launches up over this cop car like taking yeah. out the the lights and everything and yeah. lands on the grass behind two guys eat it on the on the motorcycles and one guy just takes off bye mm-hmm. and um of course you know uh Stephen Bauer comes along and is like again really like. <laughs> Stay out of this. Yeah. Stop well, doing he, this. He also stopped by and said, he, he accused him of the uh, explosion earlier, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd stopped by and said, you know, I was the only guy that was kind of believing your half-assed story. And, you know, now I don't at all. Yeah. Which he also kind of admitted to the arson, too. He was mm-hmm. like, hey, he said, shake a few trees. Yeah. <laughs> he told me to, to look under all the rocks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he interrogates Christian Slater for a bit and eventually lets him go and they go talk to the the two bikers they caught mm-hmm. and the bikers are just having none of it they're just like whatever yeah talking so they, to each other in Vietnamese they're just like who's this and then they just like say something in Vietnamese yeah. and laugh mm-hmm. yeah so they go get a guy on the force who was in the shit mm-hmm. he was like a like army intelligence guy <laughs> yeah. too yeah. but he just looks like the biggest dweeb like there's yeah. no reason to suspect he knows any Vietnamese yeah. whatsoever at, at first like just Based on his voice alone, I know he doesn't look like him, but I thought he was the guy from Airplane. Oh, the, yeah. the tower guy, because yeah. I mean, he just kind of had that sort of voice. Yeah, I like had to do it. And I was like, that doesn't look like anything like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, they just they all sit in there, and the two guys start talking to each other in Vietnamese, and then the guy's like, "Yeah, I speak Vietnamese here. Let yeah. me show you." Yeah, he just said it's Richard Hurt. Yeah, and the other guy slaps him on the head. It's like, like you stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they were recording it with tape. It's yeah. like. They could play the tape for someone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get a translator later. Yeah, see if you incriminate her, Jill. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so anyway, they're they're onto him now. Like it's you know, and I guess the bad guys have that bad guy sense that we're it, you know we're done. Yeah, um, because Christian Slater is like he's he's fucked up his skateboard, and you know the cops let him go. They're like whatever, that was dumb, but. Mm-hmm. You know, we got these guys and we're pretty sure they actually were chasing you. We believe we believe you about that. Yeah. Um, reasons differ as to why, mm-hmm. which is where we get our F-bomb dropped. Double F-bomb of bad things. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so he goes to see uh, Max Perlich in his bunker again is like, I need you to make me a fast board. He's well, like, at I'm, first he gives him the board well, that he broke. He's, he's like, fix up. this. And the guy's like, no, no, it's, it's toast. It's, it's yeah. fucked. Say, so this is where he begins like building the like the Bugatti Veyron of, of, of skateboards mm-hmm. for him where mm-hmm. it's if you're a kid in the 80s like this this skateboard was like the baddest ass thing ever yeah but it's like it's so bad yeah it's got like <laughs> diamond plating on the top and like it's like metal chrome, chrome nose guard yeah. chrome rails wheels are black black hard wheels so you yeah. can go fast yeah. He's also geared up. He's put on all the safety equipment his mom bought him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's put on shoulder pads and a helmet. Yeah, his mom's almost a non-character. Like she has that one scene mm-hmm. where she's just like, "I'm so clumsy and it I I, I enjoy watching you skate cuz I I'm surprised that a kid of mine can be so graceful." You really gleam the cube yeah. quite well. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I mean, she almost, my little she cute almost, gleamer. She almost says nothing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Her character. Parents are useless. But. Um. But anyway, so yeah, he's geared up with this thing and called. It's 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 assumed in the movie that this is fairly early in the morning, at least by skater time, because all of his friends, like he wakes up Max Perlich and like, you know, like it's not quite skate o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so he wakes him up like, you know, just barging into the bunker yeah. to which he calls up. He's like, all right, call all the guys and, yeah. you know, be, be ready. We're going to have to cause a distraction. I'm going to go get the bad guys. Um, so he has to call up Tony Hawk, who yeah, I don't think we even really established that he's a Pizza Hut driver. He yeah. works for the Pizza Hut. Yeah, he drives a sweet Datsun truck with a Pizza Hut roof on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It has the it's red a roof. great truck. Yeah, you guys should really look that truck up. And um, like ten skater dudes all show up. Yeah, you know, even more than their normal crew show yeah, up. It's like, like extra dudes. Well, who, these are like where the actual skaters yeah. I think got their part in because mm-hmm. most of them were just the stunt people. And, but they just start throwing all their shit in the back of this truck, including each other, just jumping in there and piling skateboards on top of everybody. Yeah. And this is one of those trucks that had like a lawnmower engine in it. I mean, this thing was fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> worthless. Yes. I'm yeah. sad to report that it's not a Datsun, but I would like to still call it a Datsun if that's yeah, okay. It's, it's shitty point. enough to be a Datsun. Yeah. It's a 78 Ford Courier. Oh, wow. According oh, to God. the best website in the world. <laughs> That'd be the Internet Movie Car Database. That's it. <laughs> Nice, but yeah, yeah. So, so they're they've got a plan. They're waiting for the call, mm-hmm. basically. And Christian Slayer's got like his sweet. He's even got the helmet on, mm-hmm. you know, and he's he's just ready to go. And basically, he goes over to to uh, the Colonel's house mm-hmm. and kind of sneaks in, and like into the backyard. It's as so bizarre, like the scene yeah. starts up. And we'd never notice it. Like, we've seen several shots of this backyard before, yep. mm-hmm. but it becomes very apparent in the way this shot is framed, where you're looking at kind of from his point of view at, on the on the fence, like on the on the security wall behind mm-hmm. it. It's like, his entire backyard's a skate park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It totally is. Because he's got this, like, where he is, there's this statue that kind of has a swoop down. Mm-hmm. Um and then he's got... Yeah, a, and we a, all called it. Oh, yeah. Like, as it, soon as we realized... And he's got a ramp that goes over his little koi pond, and mm-hmm. then he's got a ramp that literally goes into his giant sliding glass, uh, plate glass door, uh, window mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But, yeah. but anyway, Richard Hurd shows up mm-hmm. and confronts the coroner. He's like, what was going on here? You know, your hat was there. Why are you fucking with me? Yeah. All of that. I'm tired and, of your shit. Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about, man? It's a, it's the damn kid. Yeah. Quit freaking out. He's like, and then the daughter comes in, like, "What's all this then?" Yeah, what's all the ruckus? <laughs> and then Richard Hurd's like, "Aha, a hostage." Yeah. Could you describe well, well, the ruckus? <laughs> yeah, he like he pulls the gun and he just ends up shooting the colonel. Yeah, I think because he tries to stop him from taking the daughter, shoots him in the chest. Yeah, but it's a- that's after Christian Slater has made his entrance. Okay, yeah, because Christian Slater <sighs> does all the things to get to this location slides down everything jumps over the things and then hits the sweet ass ramp to oh, go this is, it's a sweet slow-mo shot of some dude in <laughs> his skate outfit just fucking destroying a window yep like skateboard it, first makes logical sense yeah but also just doing kind of like the hitting it with the side and just kind of cringing up his body because he's like fuck this is gonna hurt mm-hmm. and goes through that window and there's a like momentary and- distraction yeah it just lands on the ground like oh yeah like fuck that and like you said that really doesn't do anything except give the bad guy a now available exit to yep. escape yeah well because like before he crashed through the window um richard heard had reached the well because 
the, the colonel had basically said something like, oh, well, only the skater kid knows, and we've killed everyone else that knows, but now my daughter knows. Are you going to kill her, too? He's and like, he basically hits this fuck it point where she walks in and is just like, yep. grabs the girl, like, yeah. gun to the head, mm-hmm. and like, get me out of here. And yeah. he, he comes crashing through, and for whatever reason, his reaction is to turn the gun and shoot the colonel mm-hmm. and then grab her it, it, again. And, and then just, just go out the open door while yeah. Christian Slater's laying on the ground like... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. My entire body is glass. Ah. <laughs> and that Stephen Bauer has also showed up. He's pulled into the front mm-hmm. in a squad car and is coming in the front door. Yeah. So he comes in while Richard Hurd is escaping out the back. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's also like one of the henchmen or something, I guess, shows up. Yeah. This guy just gets grabbed and is like, yeah, put a drive. Upon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He suddenly like just recruits him to be a fucking war boy because yeah. he's like, go. Yeah. They, they steal the squad car, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Hurd yeah. and the daughter and, in the backseat. And I love that the colonel is shot in the chest. Yeah. And Stephen Bauer's like, huh. Man, that sucks. Because yeah. the colonel is clearly still alive going, ah, oh, fuck, I've been shot in the chest. <laughs> was he, though? Because like, there's yes. a shot where... Like, no, the, he was rolling he was around alive. like... He, yeah. was, he was making movements. Yeah, but well, the, well, Stephen Bauer goes over and is like checking Christian Slater. I was like, <laughs> right. dude, are you okay? That yeah. window was pretty pretty intense. Got and all the other guy's like, I've been shot! <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Seriously, and then he, and then fucking cops like, on your racial profile. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, oh, man. And Stephen Bauer's like, yeah, hey, all right, sit still for a minute and then call 911 for that guy. Yeah. But and the, the wife comes in. Yeah, oh, that's God. what I'm saying. When the yeah. wife picks him up, he has the like, like if you told a three year old act dead, he's got that face because he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that's like that's. Huh? No. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it was the most dramatic like I'm dead face ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad. But, but she grabs him and is like, Oh my God, somebody help! But Stephen Bauer and Christian Slater are like, no time. The next scene, the next scene is Stephen Bauer trying to get in their like Cutlass Sierra or whatever the hell garbage car that was, and Pontiac Tornado. I don't. Yes. Was that what it was? Yeah, it's a. Uh, it looked like it had an Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. It's an old. No, it's an Oldsmobile Tornado. There we go. Trofeo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they, they 1987. Like, it's yeah, awesome. There were like a billion of these cars in the late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Badass. But yeah, I will say but, this is one of the few scenes. There were like two scenes that had had I like I've seen this a bunch of times, but it, it's been at least 20 years since I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember two things about this movie. I remember the truck key starting yeah. the car. Yeah. Yep. Because that's what he does. Like he's he's like, fuck, no key. Not a car for a truck, but a car or a key for a truck, key. but a yeah. skateboard truck. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. But and, you know, so Stephen Stephen Bauer is like trying to like starting to look like he's going to try to hotwire this car. Yeah. And Christian Slayer's like, it's against the law, but it works. And he grabs the truck key and yeah. turns the. I, I just love that. Like after he told him to call 911 to help this man, mm-hmm. like. 10 seconds later, Christian Slayer's like, all right, let's go get him. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, I'm with you ignitions in the eighties, like had those wings on them yeah. for yeah. turning it, you know, it's not just the key itself. So yeah. like we, you know, we all as kids were like, can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that work? Sweet. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> but yeah, they peel out <laughs> as mm-hmm. best they can. Oh, they oh. peel the fuck out. Well, this thing also, is... Uh, they also establish this thing has the shitty, like, 80s uh, robot lady yeah. to tell you all the morning oh, yeah. lights. Yeah. <laughs> there is an electronic malfunction. <laughs> <Yes>. Right. <laughs> right. Like, it when, starts with that because, he, you know, he just breaks the ignition. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so they peel out and they go after the police car and then... So, Stephen Bauer uses the, cell, the car phone to call the police and just be mm-hmm. like, okay, this is where we are. This is what the deal is. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Slater uses it to call the payphone at the Pizza Hut, 
where the dudes are all just fucking around and yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever. It's like um, it's time. He's like, okay, it's a stolen police car on such and such street. Get there. And they're like, oh yeah, fuck it, we're woo, let's do this, mm-hmm. skater boys. And so they all just jump in this shitty pickup truck and yep. go. Yeah, and and eventually, like like this guy that. Richard Hurd is forcing the drive. He's totally backseat driving him the whole time. Like he is narrating everything this guy has to do. He's like, pass this car, turn left, <laughs> make a right here. Wait till the second light. He has to, because that guy is the worst. He's, he's just sliding and, and skidding all over the road and like never goes more than 10 miles an hour without actually coming to some sort of stop or skid mm-hmm. or anything. He's just sliding all over the place. Yeah. Um, I- I'm just amazed that the stunt driver was able to make a car do that. Yeah. Like he's like constant, just slipping and sliding. Always all over slide. The place. Yeah, yeah. Always some sort of slide. Like it's just weird. Yeah. Such a bizarre <laughs> set of movements for a car. It's like teaching someone a race car for the very first time. It's like, go now stop. Mm-hmm. So it's just constant. Um, so there's a, there's just a bunch of road hazard calamity yeah. bullshit happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, but, they, and he sideswipes a Corvette at some point. Well, before that, they they were um, they were like kind of like the cop car had gone and tried to hide in like a like a parking lot, and so yeah. like they were kind of skulking through this parking lot looking for it, and then almost like they're both looking to the side for the co- sign of the car, yeah. and almost hit this uh, hit the end of the parking lot like this building, um, and so Christian Slayer is like, well, I'm going to go out and look for him here, and Stephen Bauer's like, throw the car in reverse and gunned it, and he's like, well, no wait, and ends up shearing the door off to which then the car just keeps going your door is ajar right you know, <laughs> yeah uh, like constantly yeah um so it just sets up that there's no door on on christian slater's side now mm-hmm. um so they they take off again and yeah they like the cop car uh, sideswipes this corvette mm-hmm. and uh i'm trying to remember like how but the well, Christian Slater's been hopped out and tried to skateboard to catch up with this thing. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, they got they got stopped somehow, and there there was yeah. another minor traffic accident that stops him, and, and Christian Slater yeah. jumps out, and he's going to go take care of it, but he doesn't get far because right. But, but the truck gets away, but or the, the police doors, car gets away. The door's not there, so that he can like yeah, he the just, car's in motion. And he just like mm-hmm. bye, yeah, and jumps out, squatters out of the car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's also a point where the the stolen police car is. They think they're in the clear. Yes. And then suddenly from over the hill, mm-hmm. you just see the pizza comes hut the logo. gang of skateboarders <laughs> and this Pizza Hut logo rising behind them yes. on a roof of a truck. It's the same shot as thrashing. It, it yep. might as well be the same hill, but yep. they're just it's just slowly. You just see people on skateboards coming over this hill and down and they're just doing a whole bunch of dumb stunts and jumping over each other and everything. Yep. Not in any way menacing whatsoever. Yep. And the guy driving the police car is just like. No, because yeah. <laughs> well, well, he doesn't Richard want to run over a bunch of kids. Well, I mean, Richard Hurd is like, run them over. Yeah, <laughs> go through them. And like Tony Hawk, who's driving the truck, is just playing chicken with him. Yes, and he's like, just keep going. And <laughs> and Tony Hawk is just sitting there, stone faced, mm-hmm. staring. And eventually, the guy in the police car is like, fuck this. Yeah, and, it turns and around, turns around, spins it out, and turns around. Yeah. Yes. And then they all just kind of chase him, and Christian Slater catches up at that point. It's like, yeah, yeah. And then I guess that's when the Corvette sideswipe happens, and and he just there's, comes up to the guy in the Corvette. Well, it, so like, there's a moment where they kind of dip into the L.A. River, like I, I think shamefully, yeah, they ollie over the yeah, they're just the like L.A. River. Now oh, this is a dumb obstacle, and they don't like do a chase through it, which you know. Also, I don't think the L.A. River is near where this movie is taking place. I think at this point, the geography of this is all bullshit. Um, it's just wherever they could find road to film on. Yeah. So 
they're down there for like 45 seconds. They just basically use it as a crossing to get to the other side of it. Oh, that's uh, right. And that's when they kind of just come out and launch into a bunch of other cars. And that's when they sideswipe the mm-hmm. Corvette. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so. he but he tells the guy in the Corvette, he's like, hey, man, that cop car stolen. He's like, no shit. He's like, they're not cops. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, you got to go get them, yeah. right? He's like, fuck yeah. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is a Corvette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guns it after him. And he's going along at a good clip for a while before yeah, he's, he's just on like the highway looking around and is like, oh, shit. <laughs> Christian yeah. Slater's back there. <laughs> yeah. And he's just hanging off the side, like by the passenger door. Yeah. Just like, oh, hey, man. Hey. <laughs> he's he's like, like, what are you doing? He's like, you're going to catch him? Yeah. It's like, you got to go faster, man. You got to get him. Yeah. And like Stephen Bauer at this point has has joined the chase and is driving like a fucking idiot. Yeah. But he pulls over the side. He's, he's like, driving well. Holy well like, he's driving like one a hill. good idiot. I mean, he flies over this hill in that fucking tornado bullshit yeah. car yeah. just launches over this hill. Well, yeah, because we were making jokes about like what happens when this Corvette hits a bump. Yeah. Like Christian Slater's fucked. Dies. He's going to be dead, but never comes to that because yeah. it's all freeway chase from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're in a bunch of traffic and there's a there's a semi truck mm-hmm. and then the yeah. pizza <laughs> the pizza truck is on the other side mm-hmm. um, and like basically the um the Corvette was in the far left lane like trying to catch up with mm-hmm. him. The police car did like a get off on the exit thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he could he couldn't follow because it's a semi truck there. So Yeah, he can't get over. Right. So the pizza truck rides up alongside so that the, the Corvette and the pizza truck are on either side of the semi. Mm-hmm. And Christian Slater's like, Thanks, guy. Yeah. And then was this gleam? Does this when he gleamed the cube? Because like, <laughs> I mean, it's more of a rectangle. Yeah, I mean, it's more of a straight line, really. You just, I mean, a trailer, well, I mean, the, a, a trailer on a trailer a is a rectangle. Is, yeah, it's kind yeah. of cubish. Okay, mm, I don't know. Yeah, but either, he goes, he goes under the. Yeah, either way, he rides underneath the eighteen wheeler. Yeah, he to Christmas get to vacations the under the. Or, or <laughs> Christmas vacation gleam the cube. Sure, whatever. <laughs> just you know, a movie more people have seen is yeah. an easier way to describe the visual. Yep. Um, but yeah, he just he emerges on the other side and mm-hmm. looks over at the truck driver who is just looking in his window like, yeah, all right, guy. <laughs> like the truck driver's like, yeah, that's badass. I, good. I, I'm pretty sure it's, it, it just dawned on me. I'm pretty sure I've I've referred to going under a semi trailer as gleaming the cube for as long as I can remember. <laughs> OK, like, I mean, ever since I saw this movie, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the act of like, is that going, what gleaming <laughs> the cube what, is? That's to me. That's what We've, gleaming the cube is. It's been is. redefined. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just, I'm pretty sure for years I've been driving down the road and like, you know, next to the trailer of a semi and I'm like, I, Ooh, I could gleam the cube right now. I wish that I couldn't know. I, yeah. I wish there, there had been a moment of hesitation or just some additional filming of some kind to where he had to psych himself up to do this instead mm-hmm. of just doing it and not thinking about it because that that would have been your gleaming the cube moment where he got into the zone and realized yeah. he could do he this was thing in the zone man he didn't have to i i'm just saying i wish they had hyped yeah. it up more he I, was the zone the movie needed a gleaming the cube moment yeah th- this movie is not good at presenting danger <laughs> no as being danger yeah because when he does it you're just like oh all right you know it's like that probably yeah. was dangerous but they're not yeah, filming I mean, in a way that he's, looks he's riding the back of a corvette that's going like mm-hmm. highway speeds mm-hmm on a skateboard. Yeah. Granted, it's just him hanging off the side with some kind of thing because yeah. they never shoot it from the side where you could see him riding the skateboard. But no, no. but yeah, but they never present that as like, holy shit, he's yeah. doing this. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, and going under the semi is apparently was done by a real dude. And it's yep. like, that's fucking crazy. 
but it's not presented like that at all. It's just like, all right, yeah, you did a cool skateboard thing. Yeah. All right, then. It looks like something that was filmed in a very controlled environment and yeah. not something dangerous. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like Which when it happens, you're just like, what happened? Yeah. I don't know. I seem to remember actually seeing a documentary about the making of this stunt or doing this stunt, and it was pretty fucking dangerous. I'm sure yeah. it was. I'm just saying they didn't do it any justice by not showing no. it well but anyway so yeah or presenting it as like you said anything that's like holy shit like yeah. i could die here it's yeah. just like nah yeah i'll just, just i'll just slide under here and yeah everyone slide like, under yeah. a, a highway speeds so it's cool basically he gets over to the pizza hut truck and then i think he just sketches off of this too they kind of launch him yeah. into mm-hmm. the barricade where because the the police car has they hit this exit that has a 25 mile per hour warning on it mm-hmm. hit it too fast and it's just like me playing a racing game where it's just like okay hug the curb because yeah, you can't ride that, your brakes are not going to work so eventually they just come to a stop because they mm-hmm. fucked up their car and <laughs> they launch Christian Slater at this area where they are mm-hmm. and he goes up like one of the walls and just flies through the air like I th- the movie makes it look like it's a vast distance yeah and Richard Hurt is like, what? And is going to shoot at him. But Christian Slater just punches him in the face with his <laughs> his downward skateboard yep. as he's flying through the air. Um, and then that's kind of basically mm-hmm. the end of that. They've defeated the yeah, bad and guy. And that is the one thing that hurts him is crash landing after uh-huh. doing that. Yes, he is fucked up after that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's some denouement in the movie. Like he gets visited by the Tina, the mm-hmm. yeah, brother. We find out girlfriend. the colonel died. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> like, very the, much after the fact, <laughs> it's just it's the worst. Cause he's like, he's you know in they're in like the park of the hospital, you mm-hmm. know, like the outdoor area. Yeah, and he's all the yard. laid up and <laughs> and and he's just like so. So what about your dad? And she just kind of shakes her head like, nope. Mm-mm. He's like, oh, he's like, he oh. did. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry. I'm actually genuinely sorry. I should have called nine one one. I did not know that you <laughs> yeah. had a father. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that you did not have a father anymore. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I don't want to go back to school. And he's like, we will go back to school together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You will kinda, stay with me. Yeah. Or else. Yeah. It's kind of it. Kind of really. Mm-hmm. Credits. Yeah. The one thing we didn't mention throughout that. Well, no, we I think we briefly mentioned it, but we didn't kind of mention how much it reoccurs is that Stephen Bauer flicking Christian Slater in the ear. Yes. Yeah. He does it a lot. Just, yeah. Like that's it, one of the last shots of the movie. Is and like, it he, works every time. Yeah. Yeah, because Christian Slater goes to his brother's grave, and mm. yeah. the funny thing is, is, like they have a better brotherly bond than he and his adopted brother. Well, that's the thing. I knew what this movie was about, right. and when they first interacted, I was like, Stephen Bauer must be the older brother, and he's going to mm. die, and that he takes up the cop mantle and yeah. investigates. But no, it's yeah. that's why I didn't understand who's this Vietnamese kid hanging out in their house because <laughs> the movie doesn't explain that for a good five ten minutes mm-hmm. either. It's like. I mean, you know, you can easily assume, but it's still like white bread American family comes mm-hmm. home and there's just, you know, Asian man on computer in their house. And they're yeah. just like, oh, hey, it's like, who is that? <laughs> Explain who he is, please. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Kinda, uh, of note. Yeah. Stargrove. Maybe two. Yeah. Almost, <laughs> two. almost <laughs> two. Opening, opening credit Stargrove. hundred uh-huh. percent. Yep. Yeah. For the song Gleaming the Cube. But the outro credit is Brother to Brother, mm-hmm. which yeah. is pretty much Tina's theme song. Yeah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Oh. Is that not what that was? I figured that was, just, I figured that was just her song. <laughs> uh. oh, 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 no. 
I'm sorry. I, I genuinely thought I was, that was about her. In parentheses, <laughs> Tina's theme. <laughs> Love theme from Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But anyway, yes, huh. it's bas- definitely a star basically grove. a double Stargrove. It qualifies almost. twice. At least a Stargrove and a half. Yeah. So. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and f- I'm going to go first so that you can get yep. all your negative shit out of the way. <laughs> okay. I, look, I, I've seen this movie a billion times. This is almost like I I, I think I had hesitations a la Chuck and Buckaroo Banzai where I was like, should, should I even do this episode? Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen this, but I've, I saw it a bunch. Like, so <sighs> I recognize how like if you kind of read the plot, how this might not be the movie you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw this movie way before the internet, you know, and but not the actual, you know, whatever. Before we had public access to the internet, mm-hmm. I didn't know what this movie was about at all. I was just like, hey, skateboarding, cool. Um, so I, I liked it back then. I think more than like, it, it's one of those movies, it's surprising because it's almost a like a real honest to God movie, just maybe poorly made at times. I mean, because like the the plot and stuff is actually more yeah. more interesting than our our general Banffcast fare. Like they they actually gave some thought to some getting from here to here to here. There's there's a few gaps and jumps and like where where are we and who is this kind of thing. Yeah. But this is kind of a more well thought out script than most of the Banffcast movies we have. Um, all that being said, I think I'm going to give the movie three jocks. I still really like this movie. Um, it didn't change. It didn't. I, I'm willing to admit when I've seen I haven't seen a movie in a long time and it gets shitty like either I was remembering the misremembering the completely wrong movie or hardware is a perfect example you know <laughs> so I, like I said I, I just I still really enjoy this movie I, I like I like the stunty bits it has and I actually kind of like the detective work stuff going on too and it, it's it's strange that I think there's as competent a private investigation type movie that's about a skateboarder as this is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of interesting that it's a, it's a, it's a formulaic thing where somebody has to take the law into their own hands and do some investigating. But for a skateboarder dude, I thought he did pretty good getting from point A to point B. Yeah. yeah. All right. And now comments. Hmm. Well, it, it's interesting. It's, it's like, it's, it's like they wrote a real movie <laughs> and then like shoehorned. They're like, all right, what's the cool thing that the kids are doing on wheels right now? Mm-hmm. All right, put that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not necessarily a skateboard movie. It's more like, you know, it's it's more, it's that, you know, do my own detective work. It's not necessarily revenge flick, but... Um, it's a Hardy Boys movie. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, where one of the Hardy Boys is killed. <laughs> and the other wants revenge. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not bad in a lot of ways, but it also does some things very, it does some very goofy things. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't see why you think that we would hate it necessarily. Because uh, I didn't hate it. I think it's probably, um, it's at least two jocks. I think it's it's amusing enough to be a two jocks movie. Um, I don't know if I can go three on it. Um, I will reserve the right to revise that by the end of this podcast. But um, but for the time being, I think it's a two jocks movie. There's There aren't enough witty one-liners in it, I don't think, for it to be like witty one-liners or extreme 
cool skateboardy dude things. I mean, there's there's a fair amount of skateboarding, but it doesn't feel like it's like the culture movie that I was expecting. Um, it just happened to have a skateboarding uh, theme shoehorned into it. So two jocks, not bad. Good job. Stargrove and a half. I think it's a pretty solid, mm-hmm. solid flick. Um, I was honestly expecting you to rate it higher, Arlo. Uh, I'm, I'm keeping it... Keeping it real? Yeah, I'm keeping it Keeping it 100? Yeah. (laughs) Or three, (laughs) Jocks. Okay. We'll get an emoji Mm -hmm. for that. Um, All right. So, I don't know. I was... This is one of those movies where I was like, if there was a zero, I I could probably give it that. It's it's not what I wanted it to be, and it's not fair to judge the movie for that. Um, But, I don't know. You give your movie this weird vague title that obviously hints at something awesome and then there's not really any of that in it like the the skateboardy stuff is just there's no cube gleaming yeah well the skateboardy stuff is just kind of a not an afterthought but just a detail it's not the focus yeah it's like this isn't a world where everyone skateboards you know it's the bad guys aren't you know skateboarding marauders or some shit you know it's just it's a normal everyday kind of cop detective you know, private detective kind of story, except that the kid who has decided to take it upon himself to investigate this stuff is also Mm -hmm. a skateboarder. Um, So I don't know. It just never reached that kind of like, this is goofy as shit level. It's all very competent. A lot of it's just very humdrum and just kind of like, yeah, it's one of these. Um, I think I can go ahead and give it one jocks based on just the, the, God, just the image of a giant Pizza Hut truck with that roof on it coming over a hill, being driven by Tony Hawk, and a bunch of just dumbass skaters flowing out of this thing and jumping over each other and being idiots, playing chicken with a police car. Um, I, I kind of think that's all that sequence at the end is is pretty all right. But right. I'm curious what your overall thoughts on skaters are, Chuck. <laughs> Kidding! You just if can't. He sees he a can't, skater boy. I'm saying, like, he he's, says, su- see you he's later, such an boy. old, he's such an old man. He can't be like dumbass skaters well, jumping all over things and I, movie skaters. You know, it's just like they're not okay. They're not necessarily heroic. They're just kind of dirt bags who all come together at the end and do a good mm-hmm. thing. It's I don't know. It, it yeah. It's I don't know. Just I, the most remarkable thing about this movie is written by the guy who wrote the player. I think that's probably why everyone's kind of seeing a quality to the writing that's that would you know i mean it's not rad you know rad barely had a script Mm -hmm. but rad had 900 rad things in it that were awesome this has a script it's just they didn't do enough cool things in it it's just a a drama basically yeah It, it for the most part absolutely is a drama and that's kind of one of the worst things we can do here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, that I'm pretty much in line with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at one jocks mostly for all the craziness at the end. Mm-hmm. But it's just it. Yeah, it almost gets too serious for what we do. Like I was bored through a lot of this, yeah. to be totally honest, where because it, it's like I'm I'm not big on mysteries where we already know the answers and we're just waiting for the hero to catch up. Yeah. to all of it and that's kind of one of these type things where it's like all right yeah well we know they killed him and did all that. and it's like all right yeah you know and it's basically just one guy trying to convince everyone of everything but he doesn't even have the evidence yeah you know so it's kind of eh. and well, yeah like, well, and, and and i just i was not expecting this movie i because i yeah. intentionally don't didn't know anything about this movie and didn't look up anything about this movie mm-hmm. i, I didn't know either. Was, yeah then i know that like you put it it was a hardy boys movie <laughs> 
You know, it's like let's let's be detectives and yeah. But even with that, I thought he was going to get like his crew together and they were going to skate all over town and investigate things and stuff like yeah, that. But it, he just immediately it shuns just feels them. like the skating stuff is just not. It, it's barely integrated. Like you could take all the skateboarding out of this movie and it would be the same movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could just you know? get on the skateboard at the end and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I skate. Yeah. Except, <laughs> yeah. I, except yeah. I will point out, I think. Out of all of the movies like this, and I'm not just relegating it just to skating, but like weird little fad things, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know skateboarding's been around for a while, but you know these kind of fad movies. Like, I think the skateboarding in this was better than any of the other things, with the possible exception of like a breakdancer or two in Breaking. I'm just saying, like, the skateboarding dude that was doing a lot of this was fucking phenomenal. I think it was on uh, par with thrashing and. Are you kidding? No, okay. there was much better skating in this. I, I'm yeah. with Harlow there. Okay. I yeah. mean, that, should, I, I, I I mean think... that that little skate dancey thing he was doing was fucking fluid as hell. Oh, I sure. Mean, I just, I also think a lot of that is just yeah, I mean, showing that, off like, bullshit. That like had to be Rodney Mullen in a yeah. wig to I mean, look like Christian was. Slater. I mean, was. that was insanely yeah. good. Because that was crazy shit. I have perused but, the trivia and found yeah. that to be true. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. And like there's there's a point where he does like a 540 on the ramp. Yeah. There's, there's again, not e- I mean, yeah, there is some good skating when it shows up, yeah, but it all feels tacked on. Unfortunately, it just does. Like I guess that's my problem is it's not. It's never. It's never in the forefront enough to matter, you know. And and if you take it out of the plot, it's the same plot. Whereas something like thrashing, if you take skateboarding out of thrashing, there's no movie, right? Sure. And yeah. that's and maybe that's what I was hoping for that just wasn't here. But still, one jocks, I'd say, you know, you can watch it, but I was just, I was honestly bored through a lot of it, which is a bummer. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Okie dokie. Yeah. All right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast, second half, half second number two, half, half number two of three. Yeah, correct. Um, so you saw a movie, I think. Probably, I did. Probably newer than my movie. Really? Well, all right, almost guaranteed. Yeah, I saw a movie on H Bogo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was straight out of Compton. Oh, in 2015. Definitely newer than my movie. Yeah. Pro tip: if you decide to watch it on HBO Go or HBO Now. Go to the extras section because the extended version is in there. I didn't watch that version. I watched the regular one, which is fine. It's, it's dumb. It it's one of those weird like biopic movies where I know too much about everything that happened. So the stuff that's like uh, bothers me mm-hmm. because I mean, and I understand how movies work. You know, there were there were basically six members of NWA went down to five and then kept whittling down, but like. You would not know it from this movie. No. You would think MC Ren had absolutely nothing to do with it, despite writing basically half the songs on all the albums and almost all of them on the last one they did. But he's like, yeah, he's a guy who hung out with Easy e and was on the tour bus a couple times, <laughs> according to the movie. You know, and it's like, no, that guy's fucking awesome. And he's like barely in the movie. Hmm. Is it pretty Dre centric? I mean, it is. A- it's basically they split even time between Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, and uh, Easy E. Okay. And it actually it kind of ends up becoming more about Easy E than any of them. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I would say of any of them, he kind of has the 
Well, I mean, there, it was originally Easy and Easy E and NWA. I mean, he was mm-hmm. like put out as the front man, you know. Yeah. So yeah, and he's the one who put up the money, which, as we know, money ruins everything at some point. And yeah, money fucks everything up for all these guys because they all get fucked over a lot. And eventually, you have to shill for headphones. Yeah. Well, yeah, it all worked out for Dr. Dre. Yeah, I was going to say, say that. that shilling that 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 worked out OK for him. <laughs> yeah, I'd, the, I'd wor- say the so. world's first billionaire rapper. Yeah, and, and, but it's at what cost? It was the, the movie. I was not expecting it to follow the timeline it did, because yeah. basically NWA is broken up by like the end of the first hour and it's a two and a half hour movie. You know, it's basically like NWA is done now. Like, and here's Dr. Dre working on the chronic and, you know, dealing with Suge Knight being pretty much evil personified throughout the movie. Yep. Yeah. And it's, I liked it, but I just, it, it's hard to separate from knowing when things happen and knowing what they've changed for dramatic effect and stuff just kind of doesn't work for me. Which it it took me out of it, unfortunately, because because early on, they're very good about. All right. This is Andre Young, a.k.a. Dr. Dre. This is 1986. And he's here playing with the the world class wrecking crew in this crappy club, you know, and they establish timelines for everything very early on. And then kind of like once Ice Cube leaves and it's like, you know, fuck you. You guys haven't paid me shit. And I wrote almost everything and I'm awesome. And everyone knows I'm awesome, you know, and then it gets into all that, like timelines just kind of go away and you kind of are not sure how much time has elapsed or what's happening, you know, what's happening when. So that kind of, it loses its thread a lot by the time it gets to the end. And then it just kind of, it doesn't know how to decide when to end. So it just ends on a very odd note. Yeah. Which is, you know, basically Dr. Dre leaving death row records and going to found aftermath. And it's kind of like, all right, yeah, I guess this is as good a spot as any to end it. So, you know, and then you kind of get the post credits like, yeah, uh, he he discovered Eminem and Fifty Cent, and eventually and became a billionaire. Yeah, made became a billionaire selling overpriced headphones. Do you think they just kind of like ran out of steam, or I? It it feels like they should have ended it where when Easy E dies, because that's kind of like all right. Spoiler the, alert! Jesus. Well, twenty year old spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, but it does feel like like that's your logical point to just be like, all right, yeah, things were done here because he died. But mm-hmm. they still like they kind of have this little epilogue tacked on after that, which is like the Dr. Stray, Dr. Dre stuff. And it's just odd. It, like it just kind of like it feels like a script that they didn't quite know where to end it. So that's they almost wrote it like a newspaper article where you put all the good information in the front and then you just kind of put the less important information towards the <laughs> back so it can be chopped. Off, yeah. And they're just like, well, we could end it here or here or, all right, we'll end it at this one is almost the feeling that you get from it. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it just because I thought it was a fairly well-made movie, but like, I, I, I have a problem with, with biopics where it's like a slice of somebody's life, especially if they're still alive. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like all of them, if you make a biopic about someone that's still alive, chances are it's going to end in a very weird and awkward way. Yeah, just it just seems to be a thing. I I don't know what it is. Unless you have a distinct like again with with easy, they should. That, unless you have a distinct end of an era or something, sure. You can mm-hmm. just, that probably should have been the end of the movie. And then you tack on a paragraph of text at the end, be like, okay, everybody knows that Doctor Dre is fucking rich yeah. as shit now. I mean, it's always just like, and to this day, Ray Charles is still being Ray Charles somewhere. 
mm-hmm. then oops in pro post production he died. <laughs> it's yeah. like wow, that's the worst ending. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, a terrible yeah, ending. So they were well in that case they were already making the movie. I think when he died. Right? I know, yeah, but yeah. it's just like. Right there, you know. Generally, when you have a biopic, you go to the end of their life. But if they're still alive, mm-hmm. it's it's basically like, and they did a bunch of other stuff, and they're still doing it now. Except probably when you're watching this later, they're dead. So. Yeah, yeah right. and it's also a weird thing that they use footage and album covers with like the real people on them. Yeah. Just you know, it, it's like it's very odd, like seeing the cover of the Chronic on a billboard as Easy E's driving through L.A. Yeah, yet it's like the real Dr. Dre on there, not. Not fake. Yeah, not actor playing Dr. Dre. Right. Fake, you know, not Dr. Thunder, Dr. Dre. Yeah, it's like it. that stuff. It's And I don't know if there's a great way to do that, but I don't know. It, it There's a lot of stuff that just takes you out of it, unfortunately. Yeah. But some fucking awesome music throughout that yeah, whole no thing. Shit. And it's yeah. like, and it's nice having, you know, the people who made it involved in the production of the film. So that's there's like none of that. Well, it's a Jimi Hendrix movie, but we can't use any Jimi Hendrix song. You know, it's like none yeah. of that bullshit. It's like, no, here is every fucking song that you know by these people. Wait, do they really in that Jimi Hendrix movie? Not the, be- one of them, yeah. The one with Andre 3000? I think so, yes. That's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about that yeah. when, when it came out. Huh. I think we talked about how the music was just not quite right. It was yeah. like covers of Jimi Hendrix songs or mm-hmm. something like that. It, it's like, if you can't do it, the, if you can't get the music, then shut it down yeah. like find another project because don't yeah. fucking bother it was like when one of those prefontaine movies came out and they couldn't show him running hmm. <laughs> hey also by the way chuck andre 3000 uh he helped write hey uh just was that just, i'm just filling you in just so you know hey he might have written the yeah. entire thing yeah <laughs> andre 3000 was in that movie mr 3000 right no yeah. but he wasn't semi-pro all he right was. yeah cool he's been in other movies yeah yeah um, but yeah, it's it's all right. It's on HBO Go. So and apparently the extended cut is better, hmm. even though it's like two hours and forty five minutes. So be prepared for a ride. And a lot of people say a motherfucker. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I like movies with the word motherfucker. You'll like Straight Out of Compton. Excellent. So speaking of <laughs> Doctor Dre, so, so you said something about like broken timelines and mm-hmm. not a sense of uh, what, what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I watched a movie that I think I've made more references to in my entire life that I hadn't seen that I've decided I find it was time to actually see it. Like I, I reference this movie all the time as like a, as a punchline of a joke had never actually seen it until recently. So I watched the curious case of Benjamin Button. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I know 10 years late. Yep. Yeah. Uh, wait, is that 10 years now? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Um, you want to feel old? <laughs> yep. All I <laughs> Benjamin Button is ten I, years old right. now. <laughs> I did want to feel old because I watched that movie and I didn't think it was ever going to fucking end. Aww. That movie Meet Joe Black me pretty fucking bad. Like I was Aww. by the end of that fucking movie, I was like, "Is this shit over yet?" Jesus. Mm-hmm. I I didn't like that movie. I've referenced that movie so much. It, I really didn't like that movie at all. Its biggest problem is he doesn't do anything important. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like Forrest Gump. If Forrest Gump never did anything that mattered, right? Yeah. You know, it kind of has that feeling of like, all right, well, he did this and uh, okay, I guess. I mean, so follow somebody boring throughout their entire life. Is that kind of, kind yeah. of, kind of it? And the only interesting thing is he gets younger and everyone else gets older. And yeah, there's that 
perfect moment where he and Kate Blanchett meet at the right time. You know, yeah. like he was weird little old man as she was like a 10 year old girl. And eventually when they hit about 35 or so, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we're the same age now. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. I didn't get that movie either. Like I remember watching it. I probably watched it about a year after it came out and was just like, I don't get this at all. Well, that, I, the biggest problem is it because of the way the story structured as far as like, okay, he's going to grow younger and younger and younger. There's no good way to end that movie. Right. You know, unless he dies suddenly, like mm-hmm. that's the only way to end that movie properly. Yeah. And so it just kind of peters out and I couldn't even tell you how it ends. I, I, like at I this could, point, I could I'm not tell you. Gonna, gonna, I, I actually kind of like the very end. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't hate this movie. There are things in it that are pretty good and it's well shot and it's David Fincher. Yeah. It's there's lots it's of good filmmaking good. going on. It's just God damn. It was boring as shit. Like, I mean, like by the time that movie was over, I, I felt like, like I watched it after coming home from work and like when it finished, I was like, it's time to go to bed now. Like it's, <laughs> it's fucking tomorrow. What, what I had no concept of what time it was. I was like, I feel like I, I just felt like I just continued work. Like yeah. I was just like, like it, it was done. It was like off your life. Uh, shit. I guess it's time to go to bed now. How long was that fucking movie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just if you haven't seen it, just know that you're not missing a whole lot. There are better. Like if you want, there are better movies, even about a span of somebody's life. Like, you know, shit i mean i there are lots of problems with forrest gump but watch that before you watch this watch the world according to garp before you watch this watch so many other movies before you watch this movie is all i have to say um and so i will kind of segue out of this because i'm i i I watched another movie but i don't really want to talk about it Mm -hmm. yet um so my segue will be kate blanchett um because she's in both movies uh i watched knight of cups the newish Terrence Malick movie. I think it came out last year. Yeah. Um, it's available on Amazon streaming for free if you have Prime. Oh. So easy access. Sweet. Um, I want at least one other person at this table to watch it, and I'm pretty sure back here you're the only one that will. <laughs> so Because it's Terrence Malick? <laughs> yeah. Um, I Chuck seems to really not like him for whatever reason. Correct. I do not. Okay. Um, so... I, this is by far, I mean, I don't really want to talk about it, but this is by far his most obtuse movie yet. And that, I know that's Whoa. saying a lot. Whoa. Like, I mean, this movie Whoa. made me, Whoa. I'm just saying, like, this movie made me <laughs> felt like, I was like, well, at least I kind of understood what was happening in The Master. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. That was my first takeaway. It was like, when it was over, I was like, I, uh, at least I understand what was happening in that. I mean, I don't know that I understand everything that was happening in that, but at least I knew... I could say this happened, this happened, and then this happened. This, I'm just like, I, I don't know. So I, I kind of want somebody else to watch it because otherwise mm-hmm. I'm just going to kind of. Yeah, I, I just. I'm going to have to be in a mood. Yeah. I have to be in a mood for Malik movies. Yeah, cause... I'm not sure I was. Yeah. Yeah, I know they, they they have to hit in the right way, and, and you have to be like, I can't be interrupted while watching this. Yeah, and and and, and let me let me state for the record, um, I have liked or loved every Terrence Malick movie up into this one. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in that camp. I'm not like, Oh, artsy fartsy guy, you know, tree of life gets a little out there, but I, I think, 
I think when because we went and saw that in the theater, you and I. Yeah. And I think when you described it in in the terms of how how you remember childhood in fragments and mm-hmm. dreamlike almost dreamlike pieces mm-hmm. of certain moments that like really clicked for me. I I don't know if I'm going to get the Rosetta Stone to decipher this movie or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just then Red Lion I thought was fantastic. I mean, oh yeah, Days I, of Heaven is like one of my favorite movies ever. It's it's I think I mean, that's a fucking gorgeous movie. Yeah, I think Thin Thin Red Line's still my favorite of his. I mean, yeah. I, I just I, I still like his original two the best, but yeah, I need to rewatch them. It's been a long time since yeah. I've seen either. So. Yeah, Badlands and and uh, Days of Heaven are just gorgeous movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but Malik's awesome. Like, I, I appreciate that there's somebody, even if it's like, you don't know what the fuck's going on, that there's somebody willing to make movies in that manner. You know, it's like, it's basically him and Paul Thomas Anderson that are actually getting budgets to make the things. I should say that, you know, because I'm sure there, there are plenty of filmmakers like in the independent space that are able to do weird stuff that's not just like, all right here's act one, here's act two, here's act three. And you know, here's this, this guy's the comic relief, you know, all the, everything that you figure is going to be in a movie. Like, I'm glad there's somebody like him still around making that stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, this one, this one is, this one's way the fuck out there. Mm -hmm. And I will say like, you know, again, I don't, I'm not talking about the plot or anything, but like, if you can, if you can name somebody like famous for any reason, they probably show up in this movie. It's the weirdest fucking thing where mm-hmm. somebody and you're like, was that? And yes, yes <laughs> yeah. is the answer. Like yep. every single person is somebody famous. It seems like other than a couple of randos. I mean, it's just like somebody walk by and go like, hello. And it's like, shit, was that? <laughs> like, yes, it was mm-hmm. like no extras in this movie. It's all people. You yeah, know, it's all famous people. Like, I, I mean, to the point that like I stopped looking it up. I was like, there was a point where they're in an elevator. I'm like, is that Anthony Bourdain? I'm like, it's probably fucking Anthony Bourdain. Why would it not yeah. be? It's that kind of fucking movie. I was like, I'm not even looking this up anymore. I'm, I'm not watching the movie at this point. I'm just looking up who the fuck that was. Yeah, I, rem- I remember reading someone. One of you guys sent it to me. That article Thomas Lennon was interviewed for when he I guess he's in this mm-hmm. too. And yeah, he just and- talked about being like pushed onto the set and no one told him anything. And he just they're just like, pretend to be this guy's friend. And go, and they were just like, "Well, that's the most surreal experience of my entire acting career." Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, they filmed like this movie for like four years or something like that. It took forever. Sure, I, I want to say there's about twenty minutes before Christian Bale says his first line. He's oh. the, he's the main. He's he is your your through point on this movie. There is like nobody else that sticks around for very long at all. Hmm. So, and it's like there's a good twenty minutes before I think you hear him say anything. It's it's odd. Yeah, I mean it doesn't go. It, just, nothing goes as out there as the um the birth of the universe or the big bang yeah. thing in, in Tree of Life. <laughs> nothing goes like where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. But still, it's just yeah. like the whole thing is like. And th- there's also a real th- weird thing like you might actually think your copy's fucked up or there's Amazon is stuttering or something because he um he's doing very similar to Tree of Life shots where it's kind of dreamlike, but there's like a wobble effect to it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a, a almost like a stutter frame thing, and it was intentional because it stopped. Like he was very heavy on it in like the first twenty minutes, yeah. and then it just kind of faded and came back a little bit later. But like, I honestly was like, "Is there something wrong with this movie?" Like for a second, I was yeah. like, because it looked like digital stuttering, you know? Like, mm-hmm. hmm. no. So I'm just glad he's making movies again because he took so long off. And then like did oh, thin yeah, red line, like, and then it was like, all right, I guess he's gone again. And then it was like, no, there's New World. And then oh, I, I guess forgot, he's I, gone again. <laughs> I forgot about New World. I don't yeah. know that I. 
I don't remember if I like that one. I haven't. Actually, I haven't seen it now. That I think about it. I I, 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 know I, I have, but I have my copy. I haven't watched it yet, though. I'm pretty sure I know yeah. I've seen it, but but yeah, now he's kind of like putting a movie out every couple of years. Yeah. So but yeah, that's yeah. a non-review of tree, I will, tree or uh, whatever Night, Night of, Cups. of Cups. Tree of Cups. Tree of Cups. Yes. Day cups. Cups of love. Oh, the thin oh, red to tree. the wonderful cups. Fighter of red. the night cups. Thin red so oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Thin red cups. There you go, Chuck. Thanks. Speaking of thin red lines, um, I have completed Stranger Things. Oh. Are you looking for the thread in that, Chuck? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The intro graphic? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, all yeah. right then. Yeah, that was yeah. really good, but you, we whiffed. You made me explain it. It's late. I'm thinking. Now it sucks. Well, thanks. Welcome. (laughs) Speaking of something that doesn't suck, um, I finished Stranger Things. And I really, really, really liked that. Um, It's difficult for me to talk about because I'm stupid when it comes to this stuff, as you all know. Um, (laughs) It would be easy for somebody that is good at making better words about entertainment than I can do. (laughs) But no, I, I just really enjoyed it. I I thought that pretty much everything like it took me three episodes to really get hooked because I, I watched the first one. Um, Shining lights, T-Strail made me sit down and watch the first one. I was like, okay. Oh, I bet he's all over that. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I didn't talk to him after that because well, amazingly, shiny lights, in it. <laughs> right? Amazingly, he didn't talk me to death about it or oh, right. talk. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then, uh, like a week later, I sat down and watched the second episode. And I was like, "Oh, that's all right. That's 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 not bad." And then um, Sunday, I didn't want to do anything but you know just sit around and watch something flashing in my face. So I was <laughs> you could have scrolling... call, called me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. Kind of... <laughs> that's a little bit too bright for me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway, um, so I was scrolling through Netflix and I was like, oh yeah, I should watch some more Stranger Things. And I finished the series that day. Mm-hmm. Um, from that third episode on, it was, it just grabbed me by the neck and, uh, dragged me along. I really enjoyed it. And, um, it's really not that big of a time commitment. It's like eight episodes, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, so it's. It's the right number of episodes. Yeah, it's a it's a nice it's a nice length. Uh, it's a really good show. Uh, you will not waste your time. It's um, a lot of people compare it, I guess, to like Spielbergy Goonies ish kind of stuff, but it is not that. Although you can see where it was inspired by it. So if you if you feel like you're going to be staring down the barrel of a Super Eight, um, <laughs> if you feel that way about Super Eight. Um, then don't worry because it's it's inspired from the same place, but it's definitely handled differently. And the kids are great. Kids are absolutely fantastic in this mo- in uh, series. Feels like a movie, eight hour movie. Um, but yeah, the kids are amazing. They're all quite well cast. Yes, that is it. I'm done with Stranger Things talk. It is excellent. You should watch it. Cool. Okay then. Yeah. Hey Chuck, hey. you're still making videos. Yeah, sure am. How's that going? It's good. Yeah. Yeah, glad to hear it. Thank you. Check them out, youtube.com slash watercooler. Oh, I've heard about youtube.com yeah. slash watercooler. Yeah. That's the the space where you can watch videos. Yes. <laughs> that Chuck has made. 
about horror movies. Yes. That's true. Yep. Yes. But otherwise, if you want to check everything else out, where should you go? You can go to bmfcast.com. And on the right-hand side, there will be a bunch of buttons, and you can click any number of those buttons, and they'll take you to our, our social places. You can also contact us directly by emailing to bmf at bmfcast.com, or you can give a call to the Garfield phone, the BMFcast hotline, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263. Get in touch with us. Thanks. Tell us about your day, yeah. or not. Yeah, we, we have some voicemails and emails, but we're saving them. We're getting Save them on. Save them for next week. It's getting late in here. We're all on deck. Yep. Deck. Deck. Skateboard. All right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. Mm-hmm. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. Mm-hmm.